Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We told you earlier on the program that our buddy Ty Dunn was going to be here. He is the founder of GoLongTouchdown.com, longtime NFL writer, and has a great piece out on Chase Edmonds. The first of, I believe it is three, he's here, he's going to tell us. It's really, really good. We're going to talk a little Chase Edmonds, Dolphins, NFL. Mr. Dunn, what's up, buddy? What's up? Good to be back, man. Appreciate the love. Happy summer, happy summer. We're getting close to the NFL. So um, I know it's hard to encapsulate what is a very, very in-depth and excellent piece on Chase Edmonds, and it's, it's part of a series. So maybe I can boil it down. You take it from whatever direction you want, but what is it about him as a person and then as a player that you think could be a really important ingredient for the Dolphins? No, no doubt, and I appreciate the opportunity. You know, you look at the AFC, and there's studs all over the place, right? I mean, there's just new new faces and new places. Devontae Adams, Tyree Kill, Russell Wilson, everywhere you look, this is what we've been talking about for months on end. And I think there is that propensity to just kind of write off whatever the Dolphins do as foolish because it's been 21 years they've gone without a playoff win. It's been a long, long time since 2000. I mean, my guy Dan Marino, he retired the year before that. So we're talking an entire generation of just, you know, signings that go awry, uh, big whoppers reeled in that just never pan out. And I think that this year is different for for many reasons. You know, Mike McDaniel being a, a genius of a play caller, a breath of fresh air, at the podium, and Tyreek Hill just being a proven you know, human missile that n- nobody can touch. But what Chase Edmonds has kind of been through uh, th- this last decade, on the field and off the field, I think really kind of gives the Dolphins hope more than anything. And, and we get into it at golongtd.com, full three-part series. We'll have part three up later today. Uh, but re- really back to high school, he finds out he's going to be a dad a month after high school graduation. Um, that was a pretty traumatic experience, and then, you know, gets to Fordham. I mean, he's had a program that has had two players drafted since, like, the 1950s. Slays the odds. He's set to set the NCAA rushing record, and then had this crazy ankle injury that really sent him into a really dark depression, and he opened up about that depression at length in our conversation. So, you know, there's a lot that goes into it, onto Arizona, onto Miami, but I think his perspective, his leadership, really kind of adds substance uh, to this class of talent that's heading to Miami. Ty Dunn here on, on the show. Ty, what is your confidence level, and what is the confidence level of people around the NFL that Tua Tungavailoa can either be great, right, that would be excellent if you're a Dolphins fan, and be a big part of the Dolphins being successful, or just be good enough, right, not bad, 
that the Dolphins, with all that other talent, can be successful with him as the quarterback? People around the NFL really aren't sure. You know, I think it's, it kind of reflects what fans are thinking right now. I, nobody really knows where this is going to go in year three for Tua Tagovailoa. I mean, we've seen some good. He went on a great winning streak last season. He was accurate. They, they kind of salvaged what seemed like a lost season right to the end. Um, and then you, you see some of the throws that leave a lot to be desired. The, the question is arm strength. And you wonder, you know, is this guy going to hack it? I mean, is, is he a bust? It can go either direction. All I'll say is this. I mean, you're talking about a system and a coach that took Jimmy Garoppolo to a Super Bowl, that then took Jimmy Garoppolo to the NFC Championship game. And, oh, by the way, if one of his teammates doesn't drop a punt of an interception, they're back in that Super Bowl. I don't think, you know, it's up for debate. I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is an oppression quarterback, anything but. I mean, he's okay. Uh, Mike McDaniel can win with Tua. He is good enough to win. And then when you surround him with way more talent, at least at the skill positions, than anything we've seen in San Francisco, I mean, it's, it, it's filthy how much talent Miami has across the board at running back, at receiver, at tight end. You know, let's not forget, they, they, they added John Embry, who's the best teacher of the tight end position in the game. I think Mike Gusecki's going to blow up with his two religions. It's the guy who worked with Tony Gonzalez, George Kittle, all sorts of tight ends. Um, I, I think that Tua is set up for a big year, right? I, I, I don't know if Tua is going to be a star. Obviously, they wish they had Justin Herbert if they could have a do-over. But everything points to this working out because the situation around him is about as ideal as you can draw up. And we, we've seen this. We've seen teams try to give their quarterback every weapon, every coach, every possible advantage, and it does pan out a lot of times. Ty Dunn here on the show. Ty, I want to circle back to – your, your praise of Mike McDaniel, because full disclosure, and this is probably my fault, we've made fun of him a lot on this show because he is a spitting image. And I mean doppelganger, might have been cloned, twins at birth separated, of um, a guy named Tom DiBenedetto, not to be confused with my producer, Tom DeCelestino, Tom DiBenedetto, who used to produce this show, used to work here, now he's Jim Rome's executive producer. I mean, they look exactly the same. <laughs> they look exi- and so we've been, but we've been a little just how young the guy is. But it sounds like you think that McDaniel could turn out to be a very successful head coach. Well, you definitely see the pendulum swing all the time with head coach hires. I mean, here in Buffalo, they went from Rex Ryan to Sean McDermott. I, I don't think you could find coaches on opposite ends of the spectrum in every possible way than Rex Ryan and Sean McDermott. And Miami kind of did something similar. You don't hear the best things about Brian Flores, you know, with what went down in Miami in terms of his relationships with players, the way he led, and obviously it was an offensively challenged team, and, and he was a part of that. I don't think that he really set Tua up for success, him and his staff, that is. Mike McDaniel is, you know, I, I get it, right? It's, it's July, it's August. The vibes are good wherever you look in training camp. Everybody's feeling good this time of year. I, I get it. But he has been such a breath of fresh air for that entire organization. My God, he's taking selfies with the local beat writers the other day. He's, uh, he's not, you know, at the podium. It doesn't seem like the dude has any ego whatsoever. He's actually explaining things and um, open and honest with his answers. And it's just, I think from a personality standpoint, there's a lot to love. And let's see how he can kind of run the show that, that's what we don't know we know that when he's in the lab designing plays with Kyle Shanahan he can be diabolical they can window dress plays and 
and make every everything seem the same when it's really not. You know, he just tweaks a block here, tweaks a block there, a pulling guard, a tight end, a receiver cracking back, and boom, there's a crease. And you get Tyreek Hill going on those jet sweeps and that jet sweep action with Jalen Waddle. Look out! Uh, but it does remain to be seen how he does run, how he does running an entire operation. I don't know how that pans out. I just know that they needed that pendulum swing to somebody exactly like this. Ty Dunn uh, from GoLongTD.com, the founder here on on the show. Uh, you're you're right. I mean, it's interesting thing about Flores: it toxic leaders and or just bad personality fits can certainly be significant, Ty, in undermining a talented football team. Same sort of theme, staying in the state, but different team. What are your expectations for the Jags this year, post-Urban, um, we called him, mired in dysfunction? <laughs> to put it nicely, right? I mean, you can yeah. call him a lot of things sitting on that bar stool, <laughs> rubbing up on co-ed uh, that are young enough to be his daughter. My God, what a disgusting disgusting scene that was it's kind of wild like you know some of the videos that went viral there the, the, the one that didn't go viral nearly enough was what was really gross and i just cannot get out of my head but yeah you had to you had to fumigate the building you had to remove the disease uh from jaguars headquarters and they did that so i think you could pretty much you know bring in your local barista as the head coach and it would have been an upgrade over urban meyer and how awful things got in jacksonville uh, but Doug Peterson is a hell of an upgrade. This is a proven team builder and a proven quarterback teacher. I mean, what he did with Carson Wentz a few years ago is looking better and better every year. I mean, he was the MVP of the league before he uh, tore his ACL that season. And then he goes ahead and wins the Super Bowl with Nick Foles against Tom Brady. I, I think that you're going to get the absolute best out of Trevor Lawrence. We've seen it out of Trevor Lawrence. We know it's in him. Right, we saw it at Clemson. He's got sneaky athleticism in addition to the big arm. Um, I, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I'm, I'm not sure they're going to contend anytime soon. There's definitely holes all over the roster, but I, I just think some a return to just competence is much needed for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So uh, kudos to ownership for eating that contract and just, just getting rid of Urban Meyer, but, but also finding the right guy. It's, I, I think Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence, that combination, you really can't find a better coach for your young quarterback. Ty, as you can imagine on the show and just in general as fans, we've been really focused on the AFC West and just what that's going to look like. Really exciting for really, really good football teams. And I'm sure you saw the other day Derek Carr, I'm not sure he walked back his comments, but tried to clarify his comments about no one's paying attention. And then I was struck by, because like you, I've been a reporter in those rooms, where he really got terse with a beat writer. And I don't know the beat writer. I don't know the context. Those things can sort of be their own their own reality. But to me, it struck me as a guy who maybe is feeling a whole lot of pressure this year because there are expectations on the Raiders. And someone in that division has got to finish last. And whoever it is is going to underperform, I'm sure, what they think they should be doing in that particular organization. What, what did you make? What have you made of Derek Carr's offseason, and what do you expect from his actual regular season when it uh, when it arrives? Love Derek Carr. I mean, he's one of the more underrated quarterbacks of you know the, the last seven eight years. I, I know he's lost a lot of games, but I think that you can really chalk a lot of that up to all of the the madness and the chaos that's gone on around him, especially last season. I mean, last season was his best job, where you know your head coach kind of leaves in disgrace. Uh, your first-round pick at wide receiver goes to jail. For him to kind of glue that team together just, just speaks to Derek Carr and everything he's about. And, and now you give him Devontae Adams, 
maybe the best receiver in the NFL, in addition to Darren Waller, Hunter Renfro, Josh Jacobs. Offensively, there's, there's no questions. I, I just wonder defensively, you know, outside of those two edge rushers, what's going on? You know, they're, they're going to have to get home and get pressure a lot because I still worry about the back end, if they're going to be able to hold up. And um, p- probably one of the reasons I like Denver a little bit more, just their defense is just better. Uh, they're they're going to win on third down more often, I think. Uh, but it won't be – if, if the Raiders do finish last, like you know, in the division, it won't be because of Derek Carr. Right? He's Everybody's taking shots. I mean, my gosh, Aaron Rodgers got one in the other day, right? It's crazy. <laughs> kind of mocking Devontae Adams' comment about Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer. Uh, Carr's a gamer, and he's going to give the Raiders a chance in any game they're in. All right, Ty, last one for you. I like these uh, these thought experiments. Kyler Murray has gotten paid. Lamar Jackson, I presume at some point, is going to get paid a whole bunch of money. Between those two guys, who do you think has the more successful career going forward from today? Ooh, love that question. You know, Arizona had to do it. You had to pay him, even if you're sticking in the homework clause, all that stuff, because, yeah, what's your alternative, right? What are you going to do, just try to lose again, tank again, and hope and pray you find somebody? With that first overall pick, even if you get that first overall pick, Kyler Murray's special. He's got a, just a, a beautiful, spastic style of play that nobody can emulate. I, I like that decision to pay him. But you got to go Baltimore. You know, we'll see what happens with that contract situation. Lamar Jackson can really ask for the blank check at this point. And the parameters are kind of set after Kyler Murray. I, I think that Baltimore, though, you know, let's not forget just the apocalyptic string of injuries they had last season. I mean, their running back room was embarrassing at times. Their defensive back room was embarrassing. They were down to practice squad players, street free agents, and somehow were still competitive late in the year. I mean, that speaks to the front office that Ozzie Newsom built long ago. It speaks to John Harbaugh, and they're winning and pushing teams to the brink uh, with Tyler Hundley. I I think getting Lamar Jackson back is huge. Getting healthier is just huge, and Baltimore is that team that, you know, if you're trying to think of a team that could contend for a Super Bowl that we're probably not talking about enough, Baltimore's got to be right there. I love, I love that answer. Ty Dunn, one of the absolute pros, one of the best NFL reporters, writers in the country, at Ty Dunn on Twitter, golongtd.com. Incredible piece on Chase Edmonds. First part of three. Check out the first part. Look for parts two and three. As always, my friend, it is an absolute pleasure talking to you. Hope you're getting a little downtime and looking forward to the NFL gearing back up and having you on a bunch in the fall. Oh, man, I always appreciate it. Thanks for the time. And you're right, yeah, celebrating the little man's first birthday today. Serafino is one year old. so we'll, Oh, dude, we'll congrats. Are you serious? <laughs> That's exciting. What are you guys doing? Yeah. Oh, time flies way too fast. Yeah, we're we're just going to kick it, you know, probably watch a little uh, Bluey with uh, our two-and-a-half-year-old daughter to get a little fam time in. All right. Well, happy birthday to, to your little dude, and happy birthday to you guys That is uh, as parents. That's awesome, buddy. Congratulations. Oh, my God. No, nothing beats it. Nothing beats it. It makes us smile every day. Thanks so much. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.